pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Dan Bach with the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you on this Tuesday. Hopefully things are going well in your world, uh, whether it's daily fantasy or just life in general. You know, I think we need to uh, uh, look at things on a half-full type of uh, side of things. It's funny because we live in this world, everything seems to be so polarizing, it's so black, it's so white. And not to go all Kanye West on you, but, uh, you know, be happy with uh, what you got and, you know, If things don't work out, don't try and find people to blame. Try and do better than next time. That's the best advice I can give you, whether it's DFS or anything that you're doing in life. So uh, there we go. Going deep here in the opening segment of the show. But uh, again, if you played basketball last night, I think I predicted it. Did I not? Like we had a thousand way tie on DraftKings for the 100K. So instead of 100K, you won like 250 bucks. So... I knew that was going to happen. It's going to happen all NFL, NBA playoffs long. Uh, hopefully, they can adjust something in the scoring to uh, maybe prevent that from happening. Uh, again, I'm not uh, game ops by any measure, but that's not a good experience, I think, for people to be winning first place uh, in a payout that's supposed to be $100,000 and winning 200 bucks. But that's the format they set up. So uh, we'll see if uh, any adjustments are made because I think, especially when you get to the NBA Finals, like that is what they're going to be offering. It's going to be showdown slate. It's going to be single game slate. So between now and then, you know, we're going to have a handful of these games, but hopefully they can make some adjustments to to make it a little bit better experience. Uh, but today we're going to look at baseball. We'll talk a little bit about basketball. It is a two game slate. So Maybe a little bit better chance to diversify our lineups. But uh, tonight in baseball, it is about as loaded of a uh, about as loaded of a slate as you're going to have for starting pitching today. If you can't find a starter that you don't like, well, then maybe you should be picking another sport to be playing because uh, you get the best of the best out there today. The question is, do we jam them in? Uh, do we uh, try and find some names a little bit lower down so we can get some bigger names? I think uh, this is a one of my, I think, more, um, I really like this slate because there's a lot of ways you can go about building it. Um, and yes, we're going to have some really expensive pitchers who I guess are quote-unquote chalk, but at least we've got like four or five of them to choose from today. The worst is when you've got Chris Sale uh, on an island game and you know that everybody's going to go there. Well, that's not the case for us today. So uh, let's get into it today. Let's get uh, to our starting pitching, then we'll go through the bats and uh, wrap things up with a little bit of NBA talk. So here we go. 
Uh, in terms of the pitching, we got Kershaw. We've got Scherzer today. Uh, we've got Noah Syndergaard. We got Chris Sale. We've got Verlander. Uh, do we need to jam two of these guys in? I think in your cash games, you absolutely do. If you're on DraftKings or Fantasy Draft on FanDuel, it's a matter of you know picking the right one or maybe even potentially splitting lineups. I know in cash games, that's not something people like to do all that much, but I don't hate it in this situation, uh, potentially. So uh, if I have to pick one today, I, I think it's going to be Chris Sale. I, I'm going to also kind of wait and see what some of the uh, some of the K props end up checking in at. But he is in a pretty good spot here today going against uh, the Kansas City Royals. This is really a, a pretty punchless lineup. Uh, and, you know, you look back at you know, the game last night. Eduardo Rodriguez uh, obviously got into a bunch of trouble early on, could not find the strike zone, settled down a little bit after that. Um, but all in all, you know, pretty good hitting performance yesterday. That doesn't scare me at all here against Sale, who's one of the premier starting pitchers here in this league. You've got uh, an offense with the Kansas City Royals, which the lineup is just trash right now. I mean, uh, especially like, you know, Moustakis might end up not playing here again today. And, you know, that's just more advantageous potentially there to uh, sale. Now, it is lefty on lefty, and he's literally, you know, unhittable, an 075 ISO to lefties. Um, but, you know, the who's really good against lefties there? Sal Perez, Whit Merrifield, I mean... Solaire with uh, a huge K rate. So I don't really see it. The numbers so far this season, uh, pretty dreadful. We talked about them yesterday. Uh, the ISO is 047 against lefties this season, 210 weighted OBA. Admittedly, uh, you've got a pretty small sample size here um, you know, that we're looking at. But overall, I think that Chris Sale today, he's my number one guy. He's the guy that I'm paying up for and not really thinking too much about it. Super strong favorite as well tonight. We've got, what, 278 in this game, uh, an implied run total of under three for the Royals. So uh, I'm on board with Chris Sale tonight. I didn't even mention Clayton Kershaw as well on this slate. Uh, and where we go with SP2 is interesting. We've got um, Scherzer. He's minus 248 against Pittsburgh at home. We've got uh, Kershaw, who's 196 on the road in Arizona. And we also have uh, Noah Syndergaard, minus 179, um, favorite at home against the Atlanta Braves. And uh, Justin Verlander, minus 165, favorite there at home against the Yankees. Now, the interesting thing is, all those great pitching options, The actually the third biggest favorite, is the second biggest favorite is Scherzer, but the third biggest favorite in the day is actually Michael Waka today against the Chicago White Sox. We'll talk about it in a minute, but you know, if I'm looking on these other high end guys, uh, I think you're splitting hairs here a little bit. Uh, Scherzer, I think, is is super safe. Uh, there's no question about it. But he's also the most expensive, so that makes lineup building a tad bit tougher when he is at 12.7, and you can go almost 2,000 down and get Syndergaard. Uh, you can go uh, a thousand less and get Burlander. Uh, we didn't even talk about Chris Archer yet. We'll get to him in the Waka conversation. Um, and then Kershaw against Arizona is an interesting one because he, you know, has looked pretty miserable 
uh, so far this season. There's no question about it. I think there is a little bit of maybe pride on the line after that last start where he got bombed against Miami in a game where he was literally one of the largest favorites I've ever seen in baseball uh, at, what, minus 400, which is just kind of insane to see. But he is in a pretty good hitting or pitching environment here against Arizona. Uh, definitely, we're starting to see the humidor take effect. Yes, last night we had a ton of runs scored. A.J. Pollock hit three home runs. But Kershaw, he actually fanned 12 Arizona Diamondbacks uh, the last time he faced them. Now, the game prior to that, he only had six. Uh, but, you know, definitely has some strikeout upside here versus this lineup. So, uh, I'm okay if you want to try and, and get Kershaw today at, you know, 11-9. Uh, that's, again, almost a full thousand less than you're getting on Max Scherzer today. If you can upgrade, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think he's dust by any measure. And I think Scherzer, there's no question. Like, this guy has been uh, just an absolute stud. Double-digit Ks and three of his last four starts. Has not had less than seven in a single start so far this season. Uh, everything is kind of on point for him, and there's a ton of safety there. I think he's going to get the W today um, against the Pittsburgh, uh, you know, Pirates. Uh, and maybe on FanDuel, I think that weighs in a little bit more to your decision than on DraftKings. But uh, I think that Kershaw bounces back here a little bit, and uh, I think we're going to get him at lower ownership. Again, no ownership projections are out yet. I'll be curious where they fall today. I think it's going to be fascinating to see where these numbers come in at. Uh, Verlander against New York, obviously huge strikeout upside. There's no question about it, and he has been you know, one of the best in the league. You'll just look at fantasy points per game this season on DraftKings, for example, and he is uh, you know, 28 versus Scherzer's 32. Uh, and 28 is six more than Syndergaard, it's 11 more than Kershaw, and it's five more than Sale. So he has been super consistent this season. Uh, I worry a little bit about facing this Yankees lineup, who obviously uh, is still extremely potent here, and we'll see if they decide to open up the roof again like they did yesterday. Didn't result in really a whole lot of runs being scored. I think the Astros only scored two, um, but... You look at that number, minus 165, not nearly as strong as some of these other places here tonight. So uh, I'm probably going to uh, just reserve him for tournament use only. And I think I'd actually prefer Noah Syndergaard over him. And I think that, you know, with Ronald Acuna, who is uh, absolutely a legit, you know, prospect, and we've seen some really impressive things from him early on, uh, I like him a little bit more uh, than I do, I think, Verlander today because that Braves lineup, Albies, Acuna, Freeman up top, that's scary. I mean, those are three big bats, but you are also got Acuna who's still so young and there are going to be strikeouts to be had there because sometimes these young guys come up and press and Syndergaard has arguably been like, when you look at the numbers, one of the most dominant pitchers we've had this season. Um, but then you got Marquez, Suzuki, Swanson, Flaherty, Enciarte, pitcher spot. Uh, I think Syndergaard is probably going to be my number three option there. And I think you can even put him in the same level there um, as Clayton Kershaw in terms of my potential kind of number two there because one's at 11-9, one's at 11-7. So I'm probably going to take those guys over Scherzer and uh, and and or excuse me, one's at 11-9, and then Syndergaard's down at 10-8. So 
Um, I think Syndergaard's right up there for me, and I'm probably going to be interchanging a bunch of these guys um, in tournaments and then in cash games. I think it's Sale, and I haven't worked the build yet, but it's probably Syndergaard or Kershaw as my number two. I just don't think you can go 12-4, 12-7 in your lineups today. Maybe you can in cash, um, but I'm a little bit leery in finding enough value to make that work. Now, in the middle tier, we talked about Michael Waka going against uh, the Chicago White Sox. Now, he's not a huge strikeout guy, um, but maybe not as bad as I think maybe the reputation precedes him. Uh, Looking at this season, last start against the New York Mets, he had eight strikeouts there. Had three against Cincinnati, five against Cincinnati, five against Arizona, and then two against the Mets in the first start. I'll be really curious to see where Vegas checks in on his K-prop today. Uh, So we'll keep our eye out for that when it drops. But uh, you look at this matchup here against the Chicago White Sox. And again, the wonderful plate IQ tool that we have sets it up so nicely. So far this season, you have a K rate of, you know, 39% on Mankata, 33% on Matt Davidson, 25% on Beef Castillo, and then you add the pitcher spot, so we can probably throw that in at another 30-plus percent with James Shields, there are going to be some strikeouts to be had. Now, the problem you run into here as well is that, you know, a guy like Mankata, if he makes contact here, he hits the ball really hard and usually really, really far. The same kind of goes with Jose Abreu. And, uh, you know, so far this season versus righties, you got a 428 ISO for Mankata, a 369 for Abreu, a 397 for Davidson, a 393 for Castillo. So it's an all-or-nothing offense so far this season is exactly kind of what we've seen. And uh, I want to take a quick look and see how these guys rank against the changeup over the last couple of seasons because that's kind of the uh, other pitch that you will see Waka end up going to outside of that fastball. Um you know, this season it's to the tune of almost 25%. And uh, let's see here. We've got a 48% whiff rate on Mikata. That makes me feel pretty good on that pitch. Now, again, smaller sample size because he hasn't seen, you know, a ton of them. But this data does stem from the beginning of last season. Uh, Abreu, uh, 42% hard contact, uh, only a 28% whiff rate, uh, and a 450 Woba. So, he and even you know Matt Davidson to a point where um, he's a 67% contact rate. Those are the power guys. Where if you want to you know hope this offense gets going, I don't know if it's Mankata is the guy that I'm looking at, but it could be an Abreu or maybe a Matt Davidson. But definitely some strikeout upside here in Waka. I think he's in play as your SP two. But I actually also think that you know Chris Archer here against Detroit is. Definitely in a matchup that I'm interested in here today because uh, this Detroit lineup, when you take um, when you take uh, Miguel Cabrera out of it, it leaves a lot to be desired. And he opens up as a 145 road favorite, and I'll see where that kind of changes. Now you're pitching in the American League, so you don't have the uh, pitcher spot. Like that's a huge advantage for guys like Kershaw and Syndergaard in Scherzer today where, you know, they get it not only an easy out, but potentially an easier strikeout than, you know, Chris Archer is going to face. So that's something to factor in, but it's also, you know, kind of baked in that salary. Uh, One of the things I wanted to look at uh, or go over today was 
the uh, kind of history versus some of these pitchers versus these hitters uh, because we have a pretty decent kind of track record to look at today. And uh, Michael Waka, again, very small sample size, but uh, eight strikeouts in the 17 at-bats he's had against the Chicago White Sox hitters here today. So a really nice K rate on him tonight. Scherzer against the Pirates in 73 at-bats. You're looking at a 35% K rate. Uh, Archer at a 30% K rate. And again, Archer, if you look at the numbers, um, pretty good against this Detroit team. And the guy who's got really good BVP is, again, Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Cabrera. So if he does not crack the lineup today, that's going to even make these numbers that much more impressive. So uh, I definitely think he is intriguing today at 8,700. Uh, a Kershaw 30% K rate against Arizona in 196 at-bats. We've got Verlander 27% um, K rate in 130 at-bats. Sale 27% K rate in 304 at-bats. So pretty big sample size on all these guys. So I think that's something to uh, give yourself a little bit of a look at here today in terms of starting pitching. Now on the cheap, because I do think there's a case to be made that we potentially might want to um, pay down in one of the other spots here today to at least kind of build some differentiating, differentiating lineups here today with guys like Bryce Harper, who is in a complete smash spot tonight, against Chad Cool, against Mike Trout, um, with uh, Alex Cobb. Um, there's definitely, definitely some bats today we can want, you know, get into our lineups that you're going to get at probably the lowest ownership of the entire season because more than there's, there's just a plethora of high dollar pitching out there that you're not going to get these guys in your lineups. So, um, if they hit two home runs and you have multiple guys who are on the high end and you get a 20 fantasy point pitching performance from a guy under 7k, that's a pretty good spot to be in because you're going to be building a lot of different lineups because these value guys, it's going to be really chalky with them because everybody's going to be going there. So keep that in mind when you're building your lineups tonight. So my cheap guys that I'm looking at here potentially tonight, um, I've got Tropiano on my list today at 6,400. Uh, again, looking at his numbers, he is absolutely, you know, really dominated this Baltimore lineup, uh, allowing only four hits and 31 at-bats with 10 strikeouts against them, against these hitters. So Tropiano's been on the money. He's only 6,300. He had one start earlier this season uh, where he went for 26 fantasy points against Kansas City. His last two starts have come against Boston and Houston, like two of the best offensive teams out there. And yeah, he gave up four runs and five earned runs but Baltimore is not that offense. They're starting to be, hit the ball a little bit better today. And you've got a question in terms of like how deep is Tropiano really going to go in this game. But can he sneak 20 fantasy points for you tonight? I don't think it's an impossibility today. And again, we're talking only tournaments. And we're talking about getting big bats. And he's a 178. The Angels are a 178 favorite today against Baltimore. So... Uh, I think Tropiano is is a sneaky guy to look at. And the other guy I'm going with today is uh, is Andrew Suarez for the San Francisco Giants uh, going against the Padres. The Padres against lefties so far this season, the fourth highest K rate at 26.5%. So I think we do get some strikeout upside here on Suarez 
who I believe it was his last start. Uh, let me bring that up here. Ended up, uh, let's see, pitching five innings. Yeah, his first start of the season, five innings, and did give us seven Ks. Certainly, you know, four earned runs is not great. Giving up two home runs is not great. But still finished with 15 fantasy points despite that. Now he gets San Diego, a great park to pitch in. And, you know, his numbers as a minor leaguer, uh, I don't, you know, I think he can scratch across seven to eight strikeouts here in a start. So he is dirt cheap today over there at 5,400. So if you're trying to find pitchers in the cheap seats, He's probably my preferred choice down here against San Diego. Obviously, the Padres, uh, I think they ended up hitting the ball pretty well uh, last night. Scratch across uh, five runs, but that's not typically something that we're going to see here. And uh, yeah, I think he is my other cheap guy that I'm looking at. All right, now we move on to the bats today. And again, if you're playing on Fantasy Draft, which we hope you do because they're our fine sponsor. Uh, I played over there unsuccessfully, might I add. Today we're going to try again, do a little bit better. Uh, but uh, tonight, uh, you don't need a catcher over there. But on DraftKings, you do. On FanDuel, you don't really. And if you're playing on FanDuel or, or Fantasy Draft, I'd probably prefer not to use one because catchers right now, pretty abysmal. Uh, for you. Now, on your high end, again, these guys aren't going to be very popular because you're not going to spend up, you know, Real Muto against Zach Eflin. I think the the Miami Marlins are kind of interesting here against Eflin. And, you know, Real Muto has just been money in the bank so far this season with a 501 Woba, 412 average, 294 ISO versus um, right-handed uh, pitching. Again, small sample size alert, but he's been pretty good in his career. Bats lead off that's what you like. But the problem is, like, where else are we going today? Uh, in that middle three range, which we're going to have to live in, we're going to need some under 3K crappers as well on DraftKings to fit in big pitching and cash games. Wilson Ramos is, is probably the guy that I'm looking at here against Matt Boyd. Uh, solid versus lefties and uh, a guy who is 3,600 batting cleanup for an offense that has really, you know, been hitting the ball pretty well over the last couple of weeks. They've won, like, 10 out of their last 11 or something like that. So uh, Wilson Ramos at 3,600, a name that's popping for me. Molina against Shields is fine, but again, a little bit higher price at 3,900. Makes that tough to swallow, so I don't know that I can quite go there. Um, if you're not playing Waka as your SB2, Wellington Castillo has hit righties just fine this season, 367 Woba, the ISO at 231. But if you're going crappers today, and I'm talking like 3K or less, it's not a lot to love. I mean, Evan Gaddis maybe against Jordan, Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery not quite as good in numbers away from home over the last uh, over his career. So maybe this is a spot for Houston. I don't love it, but at 3K, at least you got upside on him. You know, Kyle Hendricks. You got Chris Ionetta. Looks like the wind blowing out in Wrigley, and that's gonna. You know, Wrigley's an interesting spot today because everybody's gonna bail after the failure last night. The wind, according to Roth, is stronger. The humidity is higher. And so it's a better hitting environment than we had last night. And, you know, the Cubs stacks, which were, what, 25 30% yesterday, uh, are probably going to be below 5% today simply because of the high-dollar pitching. So keep that in mind if you're going contrarian at starting pitching today. And Contreras against Gray, I don't hate him. 
in that five hole at 3,800. Uh, if there's a 2K crapper at catcher, I- I'm not really seeing it. I probably would go with Manny Pena. And big shout out to our boy Eric Crane last night, who watching the Happy Hour show, uh, sponsored by Fantasy Draft, might I add, he called the Manny Pena home run. That's a that's quite the home run to call. He's 2,500. He gets Homer Bailey tonight, who I absolutely am happy to pick on. I wanted to say Martin Maldonado because I think that's a sneaky high total out there in. Uh, in uh, for the Angels tonight, uh, team total is like five and a half, I think. Maldonado's 0 for his last 30. Like, that is awful. <laughs> How do you go that long without getting a hit? Uh, but cold streaks aren't real, but I guess they're just not predictive. So maybe today he turns it around. He's 2,300. Um, maybe in a stack if you want to, you know, get some trout into your lineup, but. Uh, definitely not in any sort of cash game, I think. Uh, all right, over at first base, I think we're going to find some chalk here with a number of guys. And, you know, I think it kind of depends a little bit on where you're playing today because on FanDuel, uh, he's priced up a little bit. But on DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft, I mean, he's 6,600 on Fantasy Draft. I'm talking about Justin Smoke today against Kyle Gibson. Uh, just. Uh, great platoon for him here today against righties. A 327 Woba, 241 ISO. Had a home run last night, and he's 3400 on DK. So he's a guy who's popping for me. Jose Martinez versus James Shields. It's exactly the type of pitcher I want to take uh, Martinez against. Shields is trash, um, and I think Martinez can take him deep today. He's only 3600 but again, over on FanDuel, he's at 37 so you're paying like market price, 75 over on DK, yeah, or on uh, FanDraft, and the wonderful thing about FanDraft, we can play a bunch of these guys over there with their infield, outfield, utility designations. Uh, Justin Bohr, he's been out of the lineup the last couple days. If he returns, moderately priced today at 3200 so I've got my eye on him. Uh, if you're playing on FanDuel tonight, he's outfielder there. But Ryan Braun against uh, Homer Bailey is a sign-me-up-for-it situation. Only 3,300 over there on FanDuel. On DK, he's 43. Fantasy Draft, 82. Uh, again, BVP, not something that I use in its own, but, you know, by itself. But a guy who's owned Homer Bailey for his career, 16 for 47. Four doubles, four home runs uh, so far against Homer Bailey. It should set up pretty well for Ryan Braun once again tonight uh, against just not a very good pitcher there. Um, All right, uh, let me see if there's any other first baseman that I am looking strongly at. Uh, You know, C.J. Crone against uh, the lefty and Matt Boyd. He's been just great against lefties this season. An ISO over 300, a 504 uh, weighted OBA 424 average this season. Uh, and limited sample size, but even going back to last year, he's been just fine against lefty, so he is under 4K option. And those are the guys I want to talk about a little bit. And Matt Adams, I think if there's your guy on FanDuel today, uh, 2K on FanDuel, 36 on DraftKings, and Chad Cool is just awful versus lefties. If you look to the since the beginning of last season, uh, Chad Cool has a 381 Woba and a 223 ISO, an average exit velocity of 89 and a half uh, miles per hour, and he's basically red in every single category outside of K percentage, which is at 22 and a half percent. But the walk rate at 12 percent, 
uh, fly ball rate at 40%, hard contact at 38%. Uh, If you're not using our new conditional formatting, uh, you need to be a premium subscriber to get it. It makes it very easy to see which handedness of pitcher uh, of hitter a pitcher is good or bad against. He is bad against lefties. Matt Adams cracks that lineup tonight. You're firing him, and I think it's going to put Bryce Harper squarely in play today against Chad Cool. And Bryce Harper is a guy who I think is going to be really tough to fit in your lineup. So I'll be curious to see where he ends up ownership wise tonight. Uh, one middle, one more middle tier uh, first baseman for you, Carlos Santana today at thirty. 800 against uh, what's Jarlin Garcia, who I've talked about. I'm not a big Jarlin Garcia guy. He's kind of gotten lucky um, on a couple of occasions. Pitched well this last start against the Dodgers. He gave up uh, or had seven strikeouts that day, but he has definitely. Um, let me let me see. Let me look him up real quick. See where his. Because last time his Sierra versus his ERA was ridiculous. Okay, ERA of. One, an XFIP of 460. That's not particularly good. Uh, we've got a Sierra of 4.72 versus an ERA of 1. Yeah, Philadelphia could definitely be a spot. I thought it was going to be last start versus the Dodgers. Some of these numbers would normalize. Maybe it's this start against Philadelphia for Mr. Jarlin Garcia. Okay, continuing on to second base here tonight. And... You know, the curious case of Jose Altuve starting to hit uh, a little bit better. There's no question about that. And he gets Jordan Montgomery tonight. He's not going to fit in your, you know, stud pitcher builds today. But you look at his stats so far this season versus lefties, and you're looking at an ISO of 071, a weighted OBA of 292. Uh, Just hasn't been particularly great so far this season uh, versus lefties. Those numbers are going to normalize here very soon, and potentially it happens tonight. So if you've got 5K to spend on second base, uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, mind him one bit here tonight. But the problem is most people probably are not going to have that to spend at second base. So uh, we're going to look to guys like Matt Carpenter today against James Shields. Uh, Moderate salary on him tonight. Uh, on DraftKings at 36, FanDuel at 31, Fantasy Draft at 7,600. So, like him a good bit tonight. Uh, Jace Peterson, not a guy I love to play, uh, but he's 5,100 on Fantasy Draft, 26 on DraftKings, and he's batting second in the lineup. So, a lot, lot of times lineup order makes a huge difference. and He's actually been just good enough um, over the last few games. He's got stolen bases in three of the last four and um, he has been 9-9-17-4-7, like at 2,600. Like, that's all you're hoping you scape, scrape across uh, if you're playing um, the big-time starting pitchers today. So I think he's going to drive some ownership at under 3K today on uh, DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft as well. Um, let's see if there's anybody else that's popping uh, I don't mind Zach Kozar today against Alex Cobb. Kind of hits low in the order, but that price, I think, is is right in the range that we can be looking at today at 3500 And just to give you some context here, if you wanted to put Sale and Syndergaard together, you're at 3350 at every single position on average. If you put Sale and Scherzer today, you're at 3100 
So uh, even if you throw a, a Jace Peterson in there at under 3K, then you're still right at like 3,100 per position. So I think going down to Syndergaard gives you a little bit more meat on that bone to play with today. But that gives you an idea where you're living here today with each position. And that's in that middle 3K kind of territory. Um so, yeah, I think Carpenter's, again, my, probably my favorite guy. Looking at Starlin Castro a little bit today against uh, against Zach Eflin today. Nice game for him last night. I just don't think Eflin's particularly good. And he's bats, um, what, third in that lineup at 3K. Again, fits the build. Um, that is probably all I got at this second base position. Uh, let's move it on over to third. And... Again, you can move Jace Peterson over there um, on fantasy draft. Doesn't really matter. Same with Matt Carpenter. So you can actually play both of those kind of cheap options in your middle infield and potentially move on. Uh, I do think that you know looking to pay up a little bit is is not the worst potential move for us here because I think everybody's going to be off of Chris Bryant today versus John Gray. Uh, and again, I've got no problem using him versus a righty. He's five K and. I think most people are going to jam pitchers in. So on a contrarian side of things, going up and getting Chris Bryant is absolutely fine. In the cash game side of things, you're probably living in that middle range like I talked about with Peterson Carpenter. A few other names, Matt Duffy, 3K against Boyd, probably leading off here today. That's where we got him projected. And uh, he is, again, moderate salary for us so far. He's been pretty darn good the last couple of days. Uh, let's see. Uh, fantasy points now in, oh, let's count it up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, I think, consecutive games. He has been giving you positive fantasy points and not a bad little spot for him today in terms of uh, the matchup versus Boyd. Um, Todd Frazier versus a lefty, I don't mind. Uh, Jed Jerko versus James Shields, I actually really, really like. So he's 3,400 uh, if he cracks the lineup today. We'll see if that happens. Pedro Alvarez had a couple of home runs the other day. Gets Tropiano today. He's just incredible versus in day games. Night games, not so much, but four home runs for him in the last three games. Um, he's cheap if you want to go there at 3,400, but not where I'm looking. Okay, moving on to the shortstop position next. And... Uh, Man, uh, this is not a spot that I'm falling in love with here. Man, I mean, Brandon Crawford, my guy today on the cheap today at uh, at 2,800 against Tyson Ross. Maybe, I guess. He's under that 3K threshold that we need, so I guess he fits. Uh, you can also play RC at that same number if you want to get some Homer Bailey exposure. So uh, there's an option for us. If you know, this might even be the spot you just pay up in one spot and take a guy like Manny Machado today, who feels like you know the overall best play for us at this position. DD Gregorius has been absolutely mashing, but taking him against Verlander, I don't think that's a path to potential profitability today. I don't hate Eduardo Escobar. There's a guy for you at 3,700 against uh, Marco Estrada. Fly ball pitcher there, 39 on draft on FanDuel, 77 on fantasy draft, and another guy who you look at the uh, the fantasy point production for him, he's got uh, looks like eight fantasy points or more in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10 out of his last 11 games, he's given you eight fantasy points or more, which you will take, um, especially at this position, which leaves a lot to be desired. So I like Escobar. Probably would prefer him a little bit more than Peraza um, going against uh, Chase Anderson today, but both those guys hitting in pretty good lineup spots. Can't go long, wrong with the Correa. He's been mashing lefties this year. 419 weighted OBA for him, uh, but he's 4,900. Good luck uh, if you're spending that pitching. Okay, last position for us is going to be the outfield. And, you know, Derek Dietrich versus Zach Eflin. Uh, definitely kind of bat that I'm looking to roster here. As you can tell, I'm fine with this Miami offense today uh, just because they're cheap and they do fit what we're trying to do. Chris Taylor against Matt Koch. Uh, you got that said right. So 3,800 for him against Arizona. Great lineup order, batting leadoff. I think he's great in cash games, fits what we're looking to do. And maybe same with uh, Trey Mancini at 3.6K. Um, against Tropiano, but if I'm choosing between those two, give me Taylor for 200 more. Talked about Delmonico, pretty decent numbers versus that, uh, I think that changeup of Waka, and he is 3,100, so if you're not playing Waka, he is a guy to keep your eye on potentially tonight. Love some Marcelo Zuna under 4K, he's 38, he's probably, you know, he and Taylor are those guys who, if you find one 2K crapper, you can fit him into your lineups there with Syndergaard and Sale today. And I think that's definitely a, a good idea against James Shields, who should be giving up a couple of home runs tonight. Uh, Bryce Harper, I talked about those numbers, again, versus uh, lefties for Chad Cool. So take advantage of that one if you're paying down at pitching today. Uh, more middle-tier guys for us. Let's see. Man, there's not... Uh, you know, Perella potentially batting cleanup against Suarez. I do like Suarez. I don't like that ballpark, but 3,100 reasonable enough for us to uh, give him a look today. If Noel Cuevas is in the lineup today and the wind's blowing out against Hendricks, it's not my favorite play, but he's legitimately min salary 2K crapper on DraftKings. And on Fantasy Draft, we can get him at 4,100, which uh, opens up everything. So. That's strictly a weather kind of play for us, and you know probably going to see David Dahl in the lineup instead of him, who they at least priced up, which thank you for that. Um, let's see. That's you know Kyle Schwarber today, again, against John Gray, 455 Woba against righties. Gray has been all over the map, so I've got no problem with Schwarber. And I was looking at uh, some of the numbers on, let's see, John Gray. Uh, against the Chicago Cubs, uh, allowed eight hits and 21 at-bats, including a double, triple, and a home run, and only one, let's count it, one strikeout against the Chicago Cubs. So if they're going to make contact on a windy, windy day. Um, yeah, like I said, Cubs could be a nice little contrarian option for you. Let's see, Grigor Blanco, keep your eye on him if he leads off today uh, for San Francisco. Again, if you're leading off and you're 2,200, and you've got a pulse, I'll probably give you deep consideration in my lineups today. So he's a guy who kind of fits that build uh, tonight. All right, let's quickly jump into NBA for you tonight. Only a two-gamer. So uh, we'll talk about Cleveland, Toronto, New Orleans, Golden State. We'll kind of go game by game here on the Cleveland, Toronto side of things. I'm a little worried about LeBron James. I probably shouldn't be because I don't know if he's human. Um 
just literally has to put this team on his back. But my, my worry is this, is Toronto's just a much better team. And I think that LeBron's going to pick his spots when he's going to go into full freak mode. And I don't know if game one is the spot to pick. And I say that because he even acknowledged how gassed he was after that last game. Now, yeah, he's going to have a day and a half of rest. He's LeBron James. But ultimately, it's going to catch up to you. And uh, I I don't know if he's going to view it like game one is the one that I need to kind of go all out on. I think he'd rather... And it sounds weird because, yes, he's going to go all out, but I just don't think he can play like 45 minutes every single night. I don't think he can do it. So at 11-9 tonight, I don't know if he's the guy to go with. And it's strange to say because I think there's definite blowout potential here. We've got Toronto team who's had plenty of time to rest versus a Cleveland team, mainly LeBron James, who hasn't. And if we get a blowout situation like we saw against Indiana, he only played in that game six, he only scored 44 fantasy points. Uh, that's not good enough, clearly, at 11-9. So, if you're playing FanDuel, you kind of have to play him. I, I was looking at the lineup build over there, and the small forward, you know, the, the positional um, non-flexibility they have over there, the rest of the, the small forward sucks. You just kind of have to play LeBron. Uh, but on DraftKings, I don't think you have to play him at 11-9. It's just a matter of how close you think this game is going to be. You know, Vegas, let me quickly bring up our lineups page and see what we got on uh, this game here tonight. Toronto is you know, favored by seven here in this first game, about seven and a half against the Cavs. That's a pretty big number here. So that's my concern is he might just, I don't want to say tank it, but at some point in time, wave the white flag for game one and then come back in full LeBron mode in game two. So I don't think I'm going to make him a core play on DraftKings today. It's hard not to play him there on FanDuel. Um, looking at the other guys in this game, you know, Lowry and DeRozan right in you know below 8K today. I expect these guys to play well. Cleveland leaves a lot to be desired defensively. Valanciunas, you got to love that he's been over 30 minutes each of the last two games, and they won those against Washington, uh, and he's played well. I think Dwayne Casey's going to rely on him again here. Might not have to because Cleveland certainly is not – um, that big, uh, you know, they don't have, I mean, Tristan Thompson's there, but he's not even that big. So that's a little bit of a concern there, but I think the price is still plum enough for us to uh, go down there. Uh, if you're playing on, on FanDuel today, Tristan Thompson at 2K, it's hard not to build a lineup without him in it at that price point. It, it will keep you from getting, uh, Anthony Davis over there. So if you want Davis, you can't play him and Thompson together because they're both centers. Uh, and I don't know if he'll play 35 minutes today, but uh, I definitely see Ty Lue going back to Tristan Thompson. Uh, at 4600 on DraftKings, I think a lot of people will play him. I feel like that price is actually pretty fair. Maybe a little bit too cheap. Could potentially be in that 5K range, but um, he's fine if you if you need guys down there. Uh, you know, George Hill, I'm not buying it. Uh, I'd rather probably play a J.R. Smith. I know I'm going to get 35 minutes from him. I think Abaka, you know, things didn't break right for him the last couple of games. Uh, 23 minutes, 14 and six and a half fantasy points. 
Uh, so I, I don't mind him at the price decrease. He's only 5K over there. But Toronto, again, they play really, really deep. They're not afraid to play Siakam and Podol. And clearly, you know, we saw it there with Valanchunas. You know, he played extra minutes those last two games. So keep that in mind. If you're playing Valanchunas, you're probably not playing Ibaka. If you're playing Ibaka, you probably shouldn't be playing Valanchunas. Um Kevin Love is so cheap, 6400. He opened the uh the series there against Indiana at 76. So his salary has dropped 1300 in 7 games. Uh rightfully so though. He's only been over 30 fantasy points in one of them and that was game 1. Um this could be a spot where it's a new series. Um things change. They know that they need to rely on him a little bit more, but his shooting has just been so awful. 3 for 10, 2 for 11, 2 for 10. Even 5 for 12 last game isn't particularly great. Uh, the one thing you can say in the regular season, he played pretty well in this in this matchup, uh, averaging 38 uh, DraftKings points in the three games, uh, including 8 for 13 from three-point range. So I'm not afraid to go back to Kevin Love here in uh, tournament lineups, and you can maybe even make the argument LeBron seeds a little bit off to Kevin Love here today. Uh, all right, New Orleans and Golden State. We got Steph Curry returning. He's, I think, a pl plug-and-play today at his salary tonight. Um, I think you can make the argument you don't play him on on FanDuel just because of, again, the build. You're just stuck in terms of where you're going with guys, and you can get Rondo for like 2K cheaper there, and you know potentially get you better players at other positions. So, but on DraftKings, I think he's probably a core play at just 8,500. We're not supposed to be have any sort of minute restriction on him so look for full steam ahead on Steph Curry you know Anthony Davis at uh, at 10-7 what is he a full thousand cheaper than LeBron James uh yeah 11-9 uh, versus 10-7 so 1200 I think I'm probably taking Davis here you know this is you know not a must-win game by any standard that's going to be game three if they lose this one but I expect him to give a little bit better effort than we saw. Only four free throws in that last game, only 10 rebounds, um, and just 21 points. They need him to get a little bit more aggressive. So, you know, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, you know, definitely bring more problems than he had there against Portland tonight. But uh, this is a I've-got-nothing-to-lose type game. I look for Anthony Davis to uh, step up and play really well. We saw Draymond Green go absolutely ham last game with the triple-double, 16, 15, and 11. Played only 30 minutes and got there because, well, it was a blowout. And he's been about the, one of the safest guys we, we've had in this entire playoffs. 45, 40, 45, 53, 64. The one game where he had 27, I've talked about it before, got in big foul trouble early on that day. Don't think that's going to happen uh, potentially here tonight. You, there might be some correlation between playing Davis and not playing Draymond Green and hoping that he does get in a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, I don't think you have to consider that, but you know he definitely gave uh, Davis a handful in that last game. Um, in terms of cheapies here today, man, there's not a lot for us to potentially go to here that uh, I'm overly confident about. Um, you know, Drew Holiday, I just don't love this matchup here with Clay Thompson. And I guess that's the argument you could make against Steph Curry today is that Holiday will in likelihood step up his D. They really do it against Clay Thompson last game. 22, 10 of 22, 
42 fantasy points for Thompson in that game one. So if they slide him over to Curry, maybe he has a little bit more luck with him like he did against uh, Damian Lillard during the regular season so far this this year, though. We were uh, 49 fantasy points for Steph Curry in the three games against uh, against New Orleans. I don't mind Rondo here today. I think he's a guy that... Uh, probably needs to play a pile of minutes, probably is going to be giving you all the assists and rebounds and doing what he does best. So I'm fine with him. They need him to play big. 7,300 on DraftKings. I think he's a similar price over there on FanDuel. Uh, I don't want to play Etwan more. If I'm going in the cheap seats, maybe it's a Darius Miller today. He had 24 fantasy points last game, and he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Got you enough in the other categories which I think makes him a little bit interesting. Ian Clark also played 28 minutes. Again, that was kind of a blowout, but he didn't do really much of anything in that time. So uh, give me Miller over um, Clark if I'm going to be down in the 3K range here today. And and I don't even hate Clay Thompson. I mean, are we going to see Rondo on Clay or are we going to see Drew Holiday on Clay? I think we're going to see Rondo on Clay. So uh, I... Think that maybe everybody goes to Steph and, and Clay continues to have a pretty good game. He's been just pretty outstanding at home so far in the playoffs, and that's where this game is. Five games against this team, 37 fantasy points per game, 22 of 40 from three-point range. So he has been outstanding. Strong favorites again today, but if you want to live in that middle tier, uh, I like Clay better than Miritich tonight. All right, that's it. I'm done. Uh, thanks again for giving us a listen, a download. Check out Fantasy Draft. Use that promo code GRINDERS. Pay it forward a little bit. And uh, as always, leave us a comment either on the podcast page on Roto Grinders. iTunes is even better. If you give us a five-star review, leave me a nice uh, comment. I check those out from time to time. means a lot. And uh, do know, I'm returning tonight to SiriusXM. We've got uh, STL Cardinals in me breaking down the both the MLB and NBA slate once again. We'll have lineups. We'll have more information for you, so you can check that out if you are a XM subscriber. If not, plenty of grinders live for you. Crunch time with uh, Kevin Roth as well, right before roster lock. So we got you covered here on RG. But uh, thanks again for being a part of what I do, what we do at Roto Grinders. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, and good luck tonight. See you, everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If cancel early remaining amounts due and limited basic after 630 20 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. <laughs> 